This message comes from Capital One. Your business faces unique challenges and opportunities. That's why Capital One offers a comprehensive suite of financial services backed by the strength of a top 10 commercial bank. Visit CapitalOne.com slash commercial. Member FDIC. The other day, I came across a discussion thread by Lady Tango experts. They were interested in tips on what they called role reversal, which is basically when the woman in tango takes the lead. Apparently, this is really hard to pull off because couples who practice together for a long time just get used to being in fixed roles. So when the woman tries to lead, the man ends up panicking or doing what's called backleading, which is like backseat driving, but for dance. Of course, this kind of panic and confusion doesn't just happen when feminists try and take over the world of tango. It happens in all kinds of situations, where the roles we're used to performing get mixed up. Our next story is from producer B.A. Parker on what she did when two people she loved started to become unrecognizable to her. Here's Parker. Do you worry about sometimes when you're forgetful? Sometimes I, I forget, I, I worry about, you know, when I forget things. That's my grams. She's 96, and she's been diagnosed with being, well, 96. So I heard you get in the new refrigerator. Yeah. Do you remember what it looks like? I, I forgot, but I, whatever it is, I like it. On the phone with my mom the other day, she said, I miss my mommy. And I told her, this is your mom. It's just a different version. She didn't find it all that comforting, which I understood, because I too find myself disquieted by these new versions of people I love. Hello? Hi, may I please speak to John Parker? John Parker, hold on a second, please. Thank you. Mr. Parker, get up, get up, get up. What's this? Hello? Hey, Dad. Hey, baby. How are you? Fine, and you? I'm okay. About four years ago, my dad was diagnosed with stage 3 vascular dementia. It's the second most common of the dementias. Not as glamorous as your Alzheimer's or your Lewy body. When it comes to taking the light out of a parent's eyes, it still does the trick. My dad's the one who gave me my name. Brittany. Brittany, if you ask my mom. It's girly in a generic late 80s kind of way. Like a white cheerleader on Saved by the Bell. It's why I go by B.A. Parker. But my dad, he was obsessed with this name. In fact... He refused to sign my birth certificate unless I was given this name. And now? Who's Brittany? That's me, Brittany. Oh, okay. He doesn't even remember it. My parents divorced when I was a kid, and he didn't live with us. Inevitably, a lot of our time was spent on the phone. I still remember six-year-old me used to call him at 2 a.m., to talk to him about what I was watching on television while the house was asleep. Questions like, what's an opera? 
Is Melrose Place real? Or what's a vasectomy? He always picked up, and he always answered matter-of-factly, like I was an adult. Now, my dad's 71, and he's the one watching television. My stepmother takes care of him while he lives in a residential nursing home. His new involuntary pastime is watching Golden Girls in a living room with nonverbal residents who can't laugh at Dorothy and Sophia's antics. I'll let you go back to sleep. Oh, I'm not asleep. I'm, I'm sitting up here uh, at TV um, waiting for a couple of people to get here to get out of here. Oh, okay. I started recording the conversations with my dad about two years ago, after hearing nurses in the background making fun of him. I thought, as an added bonus, I might get a glimpse of my old dad, who knew me. You need anything? Yes. What you need? You. Me? Yes. And even when it started to slip, and he couldn't quite call up my name, I told myself, he knows me but he can't form the words to say that he knows me. Like it's on the tip of his tongue, but it comes out niece or broccoli. Hey, Uncle Skip, wonder how you doing, dear? Hope the best for you. I love you. And you are the best. (laughs) Bye, Bree. Talk to you soon, girl. After a while, I started to let go a little and make up new versions of myself whimsical life updates. I tell him I was getting engaged to a war photographer and that he and I just bought a parakeet named Gino. Told him that I'd taken a sightseeing trip to Havana with a group of elderly nuns who'd prayed over me so he didn't have to worry about me anymore. And it worked for a while. But now it's undeniable. He doesn't remember six-year-old shaved eyebrows me or 12-year-old quiz bowl team me or fake glamorous war bride me either. More often than not, Dad confuses me with my older half-brother. Okay, you take care. I love you. All right, love you too. All right, bye-bye. Bye-bye. Who are you talking to? Who are you talking to? A few months ago, I walked into the nursing home. I signed in, and I sat next to him while he kept his eyes closed. The only acknowledgement I got from him was, yes, dear. When I went to sign out, I noticed I'd only been there for nine minutes. And I slunk out the door in shame. Can I help you? Hi, may I please speak to John Parker? I guess I keep trying to record because he's my dad, you know? He's actually not here at the moment. And what am I supposed to do? I can't find, really, any version of him to hold on to. And I can't get over the fact that there's a person I'm becoming in the world that he won't know. Hi, may I please speak to John Parker? Uh, he's out to the daycare. Hi, hi, may I please speak to John Parker? Uh, he's right now having dinner. Hello, hi, Um, may I please speak to John Parker? Yeah, he's not understanding how to speak. Because he can't speak to Yeah, because he's he's a little confused this afternoon. Yep. Okay, then I'll I'll check, I'll try again tomorrow. 
NPR's Invisibilia will be back in a minute. Support for NPR and the following message come from the American Cancer Society. Dr. Alpa Patel leads a team that researches cancer risk factors, and she shares how her team makes an impact. We always do what we like to think of as actionable science. So the work that we do makes its way to things like nutrition and physical activity guidelines for cancer.org, where millions of people come each year to learn about how they can better prevent cancer. To learn more, go to cancer.org. Support for NPR and the following message come from IXL Online. Is your child asking questions on their homework you don't feel equipped to answer? IXL Learning uses advanced algorithms to give the right help to each kid, no matter the age or personality. One subscription gets you everything. One site for all the kids in your home, pre-K to 12th grade. Make an impact on your child's learning. Get IXL now. And NPR listeners can get an exclusive 20% off IXL membership when they sign up today at IXL.com NPR. Support for NPR and the following message come from the American Cancer Society. Dr. Alpa Patel leads a team that researches cancer risk factors, and she shares how her team makes an impact. We always do what we like to think of as actionable science. So the work that we do makes its way to things like nutrition and physical activity guidelines for cancer.org, where millions of people come each year to learn about how they can better prevent cancer. To learn more, go to cancer.org. I know we'd all love the holidays to be this happy, stress-free, joyful time. But let's be real, that is not always the case. NPR's Life Kit is answering your holiday questions and helping you navigate family dynamics all season long. New episodes every Tuesday and Thursday. Listen and subscribe to Life Kit All Guides. Here's Parker on the phone with Grams. Hello. Hey, Grams. Hi, Brittany. With my grams, I can feel her grasping to hold on to me, so it keeps me trying, too. She forgets what day it is or where she is or if she had dinner, but she can always find some version of me. I enjoyed that short stay we had the other day. Yeah, I'm sorry it was so short, Grammy. Yeah, well, I can understand. And you'd be good. I would. And you know, Grandmama love you and miss you. For her 95th birthday, I got my grams a journal with the hopes that she'd carry it around the house with her and write down things in lieu of remembering. She had told me that's what she'd been doing. I did something to my wrist, but I don't know what. Your wrist? What did you do to your wrist? I don't know, but it hurt. You got in the fix? And then I'd come to Grammy sit and help sort out her mail, only to find that her journal was empty. Then, on the back of a Sears bill, I noticed something. February 8th, 2018. Today I talked to Britt. She said her wrist is sore. I told her to rub it in some Vicks, and that should take the soreness out of it. She was writing down our phone calls on the nearest things she could find, trying to hang on to little Brittany, and trying to hang on to her teacher self, writing in her intricate, perfect cursive. January 9th, 2018. Talked to Britt today. She said it's cold there like it is here. She said she is keeping warm. May 4th. Start reading the Book of Ruth so I can discuss it with Brittany. 
she has to read it too. February 9th, 2018. I talked to Britt today. I asked her if she was making enough money to take care of herself. She said no. She needs to make more money. Truth be told, these notes broke my heart a little. Because you could see the strain. These were things that in years past she would remember so easily and not need to write down. But here she was, trying to hold on to the version of her that took care of me. And something about that allowed me to let go and become a new thing I'd never been. The person who takes care of her. Do you sometimes get confused? Yep. And how do you feel? (laughs) Scared. Do you get to talk to anybody? Sometimes I do, and sometimes I don't. But uh, I come out of it. Is it good to have me or mom there? Mm Mm-hmm. Is that why you call sometimes? Call or call you? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I got you. Mm-hmm. Yeah, what are you up to today? With dementia, the rare moments of clarity can hit brightly and sporadically. Like finding a dollar bill and a worn pair of jeans. On one recent call, Grams began reminiscing about a train ride me, her, and my mom took from Baltimore to Los Angeles when I was a toddler. I wake up morning and look out. I was sitting next to a window on the train, and it was all clear and everything. This sounds like the old Grams, the one whose memories are still sharp and vivid. I was about to hang up when Grams remembers one more thing. Well, you I'm slept a- most of the night. I was on a seat, you know, they had double seats. You were on there with me and you slept most of the night. And then it hits me. This is how we stay connected. She summons up a piece of me I never even knew about, and I summon her back up as the keeper of family memories. It's much less lonely this way. How are things going? It's going all right. I know those memories are somewhere inside my dad. There are no magic words to bring him back. But once in a while, there's a melody. To fill the silence during visits with my dad, I started playing the Drifters, the 60s doo-wop group. They love this song called I've Got Sand in My Shoes which I know has a funny story attached to it that I can't remember, and the only person I can ask thinks he's talking to my 50-year-old brother. But not long ago, I played him the song, and I saw the hint of a smile on my dad's face. Then all of a sudden, the clouds briefly parted, and my dad started singing the words. Sand in my He might not have known where he was or what day it was, but for a moment, he seemed to know who I was. When I said, 
Hi, Dad. He took my hand and he kissed it. And I was just his daughter, Brittany, again. Hey, Dad. Hey, sweetie, how you doing? Invisibilia is hosted by me, Hannah Rosen, and Elise Spiegel. Our senior editor is Ann Goodenkoff, and our executive producer is Kara Tallow. This episode was edited by me and Derek John. Invisibilia is produced by Yoe Shaw and Abby Wendell, with help from B.A. Parker and Kia Miyaka Natis. Our project manager is Liana Simstrom. We had help from Oliver Wang, David Goodhertz, and Rachel Carbonara. Fact-checking by Will Chase. Our technical director is Andy Huther, and our vice president of programming is Anya Grunman. Special thanks to Mark Mehmet, Micah Ratner, Rhonda Parker, and Jean Parker. Music for this episode from Blue Dot Sessions. This episode was developed in part at the Third Coast Radio Residency at Ragdale. We'll be back next month with a new episode, so stay subscribed. As the impeachment clock is ticking in the United States, Ukraine is in a race to fix a broken system before time runs out. It's just frightening because it's fast. A new look at the country on the other side of the impeachment scandal on Rough Translation from NPR. This message comes from NPR sponsor Viore, a new perspective on performance apparel. Clothing designed with premium fabrics, built to move in, styled for life. For 20% off your first purchase, go to viore.com slash NPR. Support for NPR and the following message come from Rosetta Stone, the perfect app to achieve your language learning goals no matter how busy your schedule gets. It's designed to maximize study time with immersive 10-minute lessons and audio practice for your commute. Plus, tailor your learning plan for specific objectives like travel. Get Rosetta Stone's lifetime membership for 50% off and unlimited access to 25 language courses. Learn more at rosettastone.com NPR. What does it mean to be Black in America? In NPR's Black Stories, Black Truths, a collection of stories as varied, nuanced, and dynamic as the Black experience, you'll hear it means everything. Search NPR Black Stories, Black Truths wherever you get your podcasts.